Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. In this episode, we're going to be discussing how to end the hoarding of your potential and end the fear of putting yourself out there and how to begin expressing your gifts to the world. Now, this has been a problem for me for many, many years. You may sometimes hear me talking on this podcast and thinking that this is easy for me. A lot of the times, I will absolutely get nervous before recording, even though I have all the editing power in the world and I'm the only one in the room doing it when I am doing these recordings. But the point is, I still run into the fear of putting myself out there or procrastinating or not being as consistent as I want to be. I still run into frustration and hitting a wall when I'm attempting to create something new, especially on this podcast. And in previous episodes from this week, we talked about leaning on your crutches and building true confidence through competence and loving the process towards a noble goal. A lot of this idea of when you hoard your potential or you fear putting yourself out there, you're putting the soothing of discomfort above what is most meaningful to you. And that can spiral you down a path that is not pleasant, nor is it fulfilling. It's very hollow. So this is part of what we were talking about in the previous episode regarding loving the process. When you love the process, even when you have frustrating weeks, even when you're hitting a wall, you do the work, you show up, you do the process regardless of whether or not you like it that day. To be candid, this week has been probably one of the most frustrating weeks from a creative standpoint because every time I went to record, I just kept hitting a wall. I kept getting into the space of frustration and not having my words come out the way that I wanted them to come out. And this is just part of the process. This is part of loving the process is sticking with it even when this stuff happens. Now, this is something that I've definitely experienced. A lot of my clients have and a lot of friends and family have. People have these talents. They have these gifts, these passions in life. And instead of pursuing them, they in essence, suppress them. They pretend that they don't exist. They don't answer the call of their creative imagination. And instead, they keep going day in and day out with the things that they know are not important to them. So it, it reminds me of a Stephen Pressfield quote from the book, The War of Art, which is one of my absolute favorite books. If you are a creative, if you're somebody who ever experiences trouble with consistency or procrastination, you must get this book. It's called The War of Art. And it is mind-blowing. Definitely set me on, on the right path of discipline when it came to pursuing my creativity. So the quote goes like this. Are you a born writer? Were you put on this earth to be a painter, a scientist, an apostle of peace? In the end, the question can only be answered by action. Do it or don't do it. It may help to think of it in this way. If you were meant to cure cancer or write a symphony, or crack cold fusion and you don't do it, you not only hurt yourself, even destroy yourself, you hurt your children, you hurt me, you hurt the planet. You shame the angels who watch over you and you spite the Almighty who created you and only you with your unique gifts for the sole purpose of nudging the human race one millimeter farther along its path back to God. Creative work is not a selfish act or a bid for attention on the part of the actor. It's a gift to the world and every being in it. Don't cheat us of your contribution. Give us what you got. Stephen Pressfield. So when Stephen Pressfield talks about giving us what you got, what he means is to stick with the process, show up, do the work, hone in on those creative gifts and skills. Because when you throw away your gifts just because it gets tough, just because it gets uncomfortable, you're basically 
throwing away the presents before you've unwrapped them, before you've actually gotten to see what is within, before you've gotten to see the potential of it. And a lot of people, they'll throw away their gifts or they'll suppress their gifts because they're afraid of not fitting in or because they're afraid what somebody else is going to say or they're afraid of what could happen or they're afraid of failing and they want to take the safe path. And it reminds me of the commencement speech that Jim Carrey did for the Maharishi and it reminds me of Jim Carrey's commencement speech to address the 2014 Maharishi University of Management, where he said, your need for acceptance can make you invisible. Risk being seen in all of your glory. So many of us choose our path out of fear, disguised as practicality. What we really want seems impossibly out of reach and ridiculous to expect, so we never dare ask the universe for it. After he says this, he briefly tells a story about how his dad actually had comedic talent as well, but instead of pursuing a career in comedy or even considering it as an option, he went the conservative career path as an accountant. And while he was doing this safe job, he ended up losing that safe job, and everything else seemed to fall apart for him and the family. And then he explained what he had learned from that experience, and he said, I learned, so many, I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which is that you can fail at what you don't want, so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Now, a lot of the time when you say, I want to do what I love, or somebody tells you you should just do what you love, most of the time we have some unfair assumptions about that notion. And doing what you love is not some frivolous or some idealistic statement. Doing what you love is doing what you're made for. It's expressing the gifts it's expressing the gifts in which you have. It's expressing the curiosity that you have about certain problems in the world that other people just don't notice. And you're the one stepping up and revealing this problem, but also creating a creative solution to it. So whatever it is that you love and doing what you love, it's important to pursue that, even if you don't make a career out of it. Because that's another one of the assumptions around this whole idea of doing what you love is that we have to do what we love as a career, or we have to make money at it. And a lot of these influencers sometimes, or these famous creative people, sometimes give off the impression unknowingly that you need to sacrifice practicality in order to pursue what you love, or that you have to make a job out of it, or that this has to be your career. And that's not true at all. You don't have to sacrifice all practicality in order to pursue your creative passions. There is no rule that says your creative passions need to become your vocation, and that you need to do what you love every single day. But at the same time, you don't want to pretend that they're not there. You don't want to suppress them. You don't want to procrastinate on them. Because when we do suppress our creative gifts, what we're really doing is we're not paying attention to unresolved, unpleasant emotions that are brooding within us. And they may have been brooding for years, for decades even. And the most abundant source of creative energy is in your unpleasant emotions. And typically what we do with our unpleasant emotions, instead of channeling them into something creative what we do is we try to numb them away or we try to distract ourselves from them by either eating, smoking, drinking, partying, watching, binge-watching shows. Everybody has their way of expediting these unpleasant feelings because when you just sit with yourself alone there, they seem to bubble up to the surface. And when they bubble up to the surface is typically one of the best times to actually engage in your creative gifts. But... In the year 2021, as this is being recorded, one thing that is pretty prominent to see is that people have almost become afraid of boredom. People are 
addicted to staying stimulated in some way, whether that's always listening to something, always scrolling their social media. And boredom is actually the place where all of those unpleasant emotions seem to bubble up and where you start to realize the problems that your creative gifts could solve. Again, it is the curiosity, the passion, the drive to solve certain problems when you're sitting in your own boredom that yields you the most amount of creativity. Instead of attempting to avoid being bored, what if instead you took that emotion that was bubbling up, that unpleasant feeling, you channeled it into something creative? What would your life look like if every time you had an unpleasant feeling, instead of trying to stuff it down, you used it to create something? You channeled the emotional energy of it towards whatever your passion or your creative gifts are. What would that look like for you? Creativity is where you find your zen. It is a place where time ceases to exist and all parts of you feel alive. And this is how we make the most out of our pain and suffering. Pursuing your creative gifts is not just because you should do what you love and be happy and not experience suffering. It's because this is how you process your own suffering. It's almost therapeutic to do the things that you're inspired by. And sometimes it can be scary to show yourself to the world because we wonder what if I'm made fun of or what if somebody turns this video that I just put up into a songify auto-tune and it goes viral and everybody's laughing at me. Now, highly unrealistic that that will happen unless you do something totally ridiculous. But the point is that sometimes this feeling makes us feel lost and alone. And as we said in the previous episodes, find yourself through your practice, make the practice the goal and build your confidence through your competence. You do a little bit more every day. You work on that craft. You work on that creative aspiration. And you connect with others by sharing your gift, by being vulnerable enough to share that gift. And sometimes you just got to remind yourself that if you're worrying about what other people will say or think of you putting yourself out there, just remember, nobody actually gives a shit. And those whose perceptions that you worry about or the people that you think are going to say something about you or judge you are only judging you because they hide from their own creative gifts. Anything that we judge in others is what we attempt to hide from ourselves. So if you are worried about somebody, keep in mind that that person is actually afraid of pursuing their own creative gifts or putting themselves out there, which is why they feel the need to judge you. And also remember, besides, it's not worth putting your stock into the opinions of people who wouldn't call you on your birthday or even attend your funeral. Fuck their opinions. Do what lights you up. Do what makes you feel alive. Resolve and process your emotions through your creativity. Do not hide your gifts. It's not just something that is good for you, but it's good for the world and those around you. So ask yourself, what gift have you been hiding from yourself in the world? What do you feel pulled to do? And what is the smallest step that you can take towards expressing that gift today? <laughs>